Hey ladies, welcome back to Being Eve. I am Casey Alexis, the host of this amazing podcast. And if you are a first time listener, welcome. I'm so happy that you decided to hit the play button today. So let's jump in. So last week, ladies, I did not release the second episode on Thursday, and here's why. So with the recent um, developments with the legislative changes that happened in Alabama in regards to the topic of abortion, I did not feel led to release the episode I had slated. Um, And so I decided on that Thursday I was going to record an episode in regards to the topic, but then pulled back and decided not to. Um, Because I've learned throughout my years of existence that sometimes your first reaction may not be your best reaction. And I did not want to cover this topic from an emotional stance. Um, And so I decided to just pull back from social media, pull back from all media, and pretty much just sit down and reflect on the topic itself and also, um, in doing that, I just kept hearing my heart loud and clear say, Casey, be slow to speak and be slow to become angry. And so I did just that. And um, so today, on Let's Talk Tuesday, the topic of the conversation will be the right to choose. Um, that is going to be the title, The Right to Choose. And I wanted to seriously talk about this issue that has divided the nation um, every time the topic of abortion comes up since Roe versus Wade was passed. On one side, we have the right to life movement. On the other side, we have a woman's right to choose movement. And each side dedicated and passionate about their own cause. And I get it. In my time of just self-reflection, examining my own life, um, praying, reading, examining myself through scripture, I completely get both sides. I understand the passion and the determination that each side has for their cause, each side ferociously battling for their right to be right. And... um, and, the t- and I understand the topic of abortion and why it is such a heated, debated topic. And the first thing I walked away with was, of course, it's heated and debated because it, it's in regards to life. It's in regards to a woman's life. It's in regards to a child's life. It's in regards to um, making a, a decision on that life on both sides and how it can impact many lives along the way. And so I get that. I get why it is such a debatable topic and a heated topic because it boils down to life. And of course, the other reason why I walked away with why it is such a heated topic is because abortion is a choice. You know, it is a choice and there is power in the ability to make choices. With that power comes authority and responsibility. And with all of that, it comes with consequences. Consequences that can be felt individually or consequences that can be felt by a collective group or by society. And this is where the issue of abortion um, plays a part in 
people's opinions, whether there are moral opinions or, you know, medical opinions. Everyone has an opinion on the topic of abortion. And the reason why folks have an opinion on it is because most feel that the consequences for whatever that woman decides can and will impact society in some way, shape, or form, whether that be in the present or whether that is in the future. And so this is why we have all of these um, current legislative measures being passed is because of that feeling, that deep down feeling and emotion that this it goes beyond just an individual choice. It is our responsibility as a society to say, wait a minute, this can impact us as well. This can impact us on a human level. This can impact us, if you believe it, on a spiritual level. This can impact us all. So this is why people are, I truly believe are so passionate about this particular topic and why this topic is so polarizing. Um, and because of that, I did not want to dedicate this time on this podcast to add another polarizing opinion. What I wanted to do is to inject some hope and understanding into this very heated debate and controversial topic on life. Because that's what it truly boils down to is life. The right for a woman to decide and make choices that will impact her life. And of course, the right to life for the embryo, the fetus, the baby, the child, whatever vernacular you choose to use. And so with that being said, and being that this podcast is a podcast created by a woman, dedicated for dedicated to women to inspire and encourage women, I felt that it was important to talk about this topic, but coming from a place of uh, hope and coming from a place of healing and coming from a place of understanding. Because we have enough information out there on both sides of the aisle. You can log on and go ahead and click Google and research Right to Life and research the woman's right to choose. You'll have a number of organizations ready and willing to provide as much information as possible so that you can make a decision on which side of the aisle you want to be on. That's not what I'm going to do here on this podcast today. What I want to do and talk about on this podcast today is just the importance of life in general. Um, I'm all about life. Okay, I'm all about life, whether that is women, man, child, baby, infant, embryo, etc., cells, whatever, however you want to slice it and dice it. I'm all about life. I care for life. I stand for life um, for man and for animal. I stand for it. But with that being said, at the same time, I understand my heart understands um, when any woman is faced with this challenging and damn near gut-wrenching decision on whether or not she wants to terminate her pregnancy. Most women do not wake up and decide, hey, you know, I want a coffee, a bagel. Oh, and can I get a side of abortion, please? 
that's not how it goes down. Many women are faced with this decision out of fear, out of lack, out of lack of education, um, sexual responsibility, um, all of that. Rape, incest, every manner of violation that you can think of, women have had to sit down and think about this decision. Now, are there repeat offenders? Are there women out there that use abortion as a form of birth control instead of taking the necessary precaution to not get pregnant? Absolutely. There is women out there like that. But the majority is not. The majority are faced with this decision with a number of those things that I just talked about and they're not happy about it. They're not running to the clinic to get it. They're not signing at the dotted line with a swift of a pen. It is a heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching decision for many. And so as I sat down and reflected on that, that although I am for life, I also have to think about where they are as women in their mind and how I know as a wife with a whole husband (laughs) and family how difficult it is to raise children. And so when you don't have the support, when you don't have the finances, where life is hitting you hard and things may seem bleak and, hey, you didn't think that you were going to get pregnant and you didn't think that this was going to happen to you. When you sit down and look at your options, your options may seem bleak. That woman's options may seem bleak in that moment. In matter of fact, because of everything that she may have going on in her life, that option may be the only option for her. So I sat down and thought about it and I said, Casey, what can you provide? What kind of value can you provide on the platform that you created for women to encourage women and to inspire women? And what I came away with um, as I self-reflected and took the time out to really think about it was I will be a voice. I will be a vessel. I will be a light. I will be that to any woman who may have been faced with this particular decision, any woman who's currently facing this decision. And I will be that voice that says, hey, I know this decision is a hard decision for you. This may be the toughest decision that you will ever have to make in your life. I hope to be that voice of encouragement to them, to remind them that although your circumstances and situations may seem so terrible, that the very idea of bringing a child in this world is insane. 
but I can only hope to encourage them in that moment to not make a permanent decision based on temporary circumstances. But if she still decides to make that choice, my hope is to continue to be there and to support her towards her healing process, both mentally and physically. Because if you do your research and you talk to women who have gone through this experience of an abortion, you will know all too well that although the abortion happens, there is still a healing process mentally that needs to take place. And it could last for years because the impact on a woman's heart and mind is, is, it's, it's traumatic. And I know that word may seem harsh to some, but it is a trauma that she experienced because it's just not as simple as some people may try to make it appear. It's not just a surgery and then you walk out and you, you go back to life as usual and you, it may feel like you have your period and whatnot, but it's, you know, it's not as simple as that. There is a mental healing process, a heart process, a healing process that needs to take place in a woman after she makes that decision, even though she may have felt that that decision was the best decision for her. And a perfect example of that was um, a couple of years back, I saw Chili, who is one of the members of the TLC group, the R&B group TLC. And she talked about a moment in her life where she had to make a decision and she had an abortion. And she began to cry. She began to weep. And she began to talk about how she thinks constantly about that child, what that child would have been, how old that child could have been if she had made the other decision. And so this is, this is real life. This is what a lot of women experience after they make that decision. And so for me, although I'm all for life, I just did not feel in myself, in my core, that me either belittling or being a sounding board for the right to life movement and all of that was the place to be in this heated debate and topic on abortion. For me, my rightful stance and the place that I believe that my impact and what I believe I will serve um, in a, a better way is to be that vessel, that voice, that light for any woman going through this to know that she has support. She has support before and she'll have support after. I mean, at the end of the day, I truly believe that we as women can do so much better in just being there for one another and how much of an impact that can have on our decision-making 
and on how we interact with each other and of course on how we in essence live a thriving wonderful purposeful life i truly believe that i truly believe the more we empower one another speak life into one another encourage one another and support one another life as a whole will be better for every woman and it's not just a woman facing this particular circumstance or situation in her life but a woman facing all different types of circumstances and situations financial situations poverty um education uh, uh, trouble, you know, whatever the case may be, that if we are able to become a voice, a light, a vessel, a reason, providing different options and outlooks to each other that we may not see. Because to be honest with you, when you're being beat down by circumstances and situations, you there is sometimes there is no... There is no glimpse of hope. Sometimes you can't see it. But if somebody you know, or even more powerful, somebody that you don't know comes to you, or you come to them just sharing your heart, and they say, hey, look, it's not as bad as you think. Look at this option right here. Look at this option of life that I have in my hand right here that you can choose that will benefit you for years to come, guess what? You'll choose that option. Many women would choose that option. Of course, some would choose the other option, but at the end of the day, more women would choose the better option if they can clearly see it and if they're given the support necessary in order to thrive through it. But if we say, here's the better option, but yet don't support, don't give the necessary tools to thrive, and we just leave them out to struggle and survive, what is that? How is that beneficial to the woman and the life that we're saying, take nine months out of your life to carry, and then after you take that nine months out of your life to carry, you can either give that child up for adoption or raise that child yourself and, we'll, and we leave you at that. And you have to figure everything out for yourself. Our responsibility is to ensure, and I truly believe is to ensure, to be a voice, to be a light, to be a vessel, to ensure that a woman can thrive, can be her authentic self, can live a purposeful life, I truly believe that. And I want to make sure that whatever platform I'm a part of exhibits that. So with that being said, I end the podcast. And I've said it this on the podcast before. We are all trying to make it through this thing called life. Our fight should never be against each other because at the end of the day, we're all trying to make it through this thing called life. We're all 
desiring to thrive. We want to do more than just survive. So why fight against each other and make it more difficult for one another? Instead, I hope that we can support one another. Support one another to get to a place where life can prevail. Because that is truly what life does. Life grows. Life moves. It reproduces. Life is functional. It responds. It adapts. And most importantly, life continues. So let's support and encourage each other to do just that in the most difficult of circumstances and situations. And I can almost guarantee, yeah, there's going to be some time people are going to make the other choice. And that's, and we're just going to have to support them through that and encourage them through that. But I can almost guarantee if we can support each other and encourage each other and inspire each other through the most difficult of circumstances, the battles we fight today will turn into lessons our children will be able to learn, and most importantly, they will be able to grow from. I hope this episode was beneficial to you. I hope you walk away with a different outlook with, on the whole topic or a different perspective or with some hope or with some inspiration to maybe create an organization, to maybe create a platform, to maybe create a way, especially if you're in the, uh, a part of the Right to Life movement, to be supportive and beneficial to a woman after she decides that, yeah, she wants to keep this baby. She wants to continue the pregnancy. She wants to make sure that she, not only does she thrive, the child that she's going to be providing for will thrive. Or maybe you're on the opposite side of the spectrum and you're on the woman's right to choose, but now you can understand why bringing, uh, being humane about the topic and talking about the fact that there is a life that's going to be impacted, both the woman and the life that's going to be terminated, it's important to understand that fact so that we can come to a place of peace and then, of course, encourage other women to, as they make that decision, to have options presented to them clearly, honestly, and in the open so that they can make a decision that will be the best for them, the better decision. So talk soon, ladies. Join the conversation. If you would like to continue the conversation, please go to the Being Eve Facebook group, type in Being Eve, or you can click on the link.